my name is Miguel Souza. Uh, I'm from Portugal. Uh, I've been here in Wales for around 18 years now. Um, and I studied at the uh, University of Glamorgan at the time. It's now University of South Wales. And I've been member of staff since I was a student almost. So, um, so I've been working for university for around 16 years now, 15, 16. Um, so at the moment, I'm actually um, working um, as a media support manager. That's my, my, my title. But um, I basically manage a small team uh, of an, another four people. So that's five with me in that team. Um, that we call the media unit, a media team, uh, where we produce... Um, basically, we work with the lecturers to produce uh, content for distance learning uh, teaching. So um, if you imagine a student studying from anywhere in the world, um, we, I believe and my team believes that just sending PowerPoint or just sending a text to read is not enough. So we are working with lectures to actually record videos um, because we are in the video era now where everybody wants to, wants to do YouTube and, and, uh, and um, watch this video to learn about anything. So we want to create degrees that are all video recordings, or not all, but the most part is actually video recordings. Um, and it will replace almost the face-to-face -face theory of sitting in the classroom just listening to a lecture, not replacing entirely. So basically what I believe is that the theory should be done via video and they can watch whenever they want, but then they will sit with the lecture to actually do practical stuff and to the workshop. So when a student comes into the classroom, it should be about doing something. It should be about being uh, doing group work and not just sitting for an hour to listening to a lecture. They can do that in their own time at home. So what we are doing, we have been doing for the last five years is actually creating those videos. And we started with, um, with a degree uh, in football coaching. And we can talk more about that if you want. Yes. But, um, but we are now actually working with uh, all sports courses, police science courses, nursing as well. So it's, it's growing. Uh, we do have a, a video studio. And uh, so I'm managing all that workload, basically. Okay, so a couple of interesting things coming out of that um, is obviously, you know, this last year uh, with the coronavirus situation, you know, we, we've had to do, we've all had to do more of what you're talking about because it's the only way in which we, we can kind of, you know, communicate and, and, and speak with our students. So do you think moving forward, do you think um, that that kind of uh, partially online uh, delivery model do you think it's kind of had a, you know, it's been a, been a process of change, what we've gone through, and that things, to some extent, will never be the same? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I believe that before COVID-19. So uh, when I started on this job and we started developing the, these videos and, um, and uh, as we start getting better and see feedback from students, um, I, I start seeing that what I always believed uh, can actually become a reality and can actually be a, a good way. Again, for me, education, it's all about learning, uh, not reading, not seeing, not listening, is learning. So that's what education is. You get the knowledge. The medium f from where you get the knowledge, for me, it's not the main priority is actually getting the knowledge. So until now, of course, books and reading is the best way, it was the best way to pass knowledge over the times. Um, I don't believe it is anymore. Uh, videos, you can learn anything from a video. So uh, it's the same as you reading a paper or you go into a conference. If you go to a conference, you listen to somebody talking about their paper. Yeah, you can probably will have more detail if you want in the paper. But for you to be introduced to that concept, to have first contact with that uh, with that study, for example, 
conference will be a great way to do it. And then you can go and read for more details. Why can't education all be like that? Why can't students, especially when you look at 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds, uh, they, they are a new generation that grew up watching videos from a very young age. So they are used to watching videos more than they are used to read. So for me, again, uh, it is important that uh, videos start being used more and more. Um, not replacing, and again, um, we were talking about that mix of... Uh, uh, we are not talking about online degrees, online programs per se. We are talking about that mix that's called, we call it a blended learning. Yes. That is part of it is done at home by watching hopefully quality videos. And the other part is actually doing in the classroom uh, or if it's football coaching, actually coaching. If it's uh, arts, actually doing the arts. And if it's music, actually playing, recording. So that's where the time when you actually go in should be. Um, and it can be in the classroom, don't get me wrong, but it shouldn't be of two hours of a lecture talking. It should be, um, that time should be used to get as much knowledge from the lecture, but asking the questions, talk about that video they watched during the week. So it's that blended approach. And, and that was happening before COVID anyway, and the university had already on the 2030 strategy, we're looking at that already anyway. So um, COVID just came to actually help a little bit. Um, so on campus, what we call on campus courses, I do believe they will um, gain from, from, from all this situation yeah. uh, because a lot more people start using Teams. So students won't feel they have to come on, uh, on campus. Even when things go back to the new normal, students won't have to come actually on campus to speak to a lecturer. They can just go on Teams and call them and, and speak to them. So because they learn that they can do that, that now. Okay, so it doesn't just have to be an email. They can actually send an email and ask, can we have a chat? And all lecturers are now comfortable going uh, to a platform like Teams and, and talk to the students. So that will be an advantage, I think. Okay, I wonder if there's any disadvantages to that in terms of, um, you know, because obviously our university, like most other universities, you know, we're not the open university. We're not, we're not, we're not an online uh, kind of uh, uh, delivery system for, for, for education. And I wonder, are there any implications if we moved too far into that area where it might be uh, negative implications? Yeah, no, well, um, like everything, when you experiment with things, we always have both sides of the coin and there, there might be some. Um, I, I'm a big defender of, of videos and uh, learning at distance. And the main reason I can be completely honest is because I'm not a great reader. I don't like reading a lot. It's, it's uh, something that I always looked at myself said, you should read more. But I actually prefer watching a video. So for me, uh, I'm that kind of learner. I prefer to listen to somebody. I prefer to chat with somebody, do things. Um, so I'm not talking. Although I'm like that, I don't defend a, a full online degree. Uh, I'm, I, I don't think it's about that. I think that blended approach. So I don't think we should close university or campuses or anything like that. It's not about that. Yeah. It's, we probably just don't need as many classrooms and we need more lab, labs. We need more studios. We need more practical uh, at that level. We need to make sure that when a student finishes university, they have done things that they will be doing in the real world as well. They're not just sitting and listening and, and doing theory uh, and reading what others have done. They should be doing. And in the example of, for example, with the atrium, all these arts, music production, there's all these studios, TV, and it's great they are doing that, but could we use the time when they are in to actually do even more? So if you replace, if you look at replacing all the time they are sitting in the classroom with more studio time, uh, and then they can actually watch the videos of the theory at home. So 
for me, it's a big advantage. If you think of an 18-year-old, 20-year-old, um, having to wake up at half eight in the morning to be at the university at nine o'clock to sit in a classroom for two hours um, to listen to a lecture talk, um, it's very easy to understand why a lot of them miss classes because they probably went to bed quite late as well. So why aren't we allowing them to watch that two-hour lecture okay. at six o'clock in the afternoon if they want, as long as they watch before they come into the practical? So it's all about, again, they come at, yeah. even if they have to come at nine o'clock in the morning, they are mm. coming in to go into the studio to do things, to uh, apply what they actually already learned at home. So okay. it's, that makes, that's what I believe, not just the theory of when you talk about the open university and if you think about just reading and reading and, or even watching videos, if you want to make better quality of watching videos, you still have to apply that. You still need to do those things. So watching the videos won't replace. I'm talking about improving something that didn't change in ever, almost in education. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff interesting to me. I've been working at the university for nearly 20 years. Um, my uh, mode of approach, like we're doing right now, is through what I would call creative conversations, right? That's kind of what I do. So pretty well all my sessions tend to be interactive, and I love to converse with students, right? I And I, and I get all of that. Um, and I've had to re remodel what I do this year and I've learned a lot you know um, uh, but you know it, 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 in terms of the fact that the university has huge concrete resources called buildings you know I, I think what you're saying is we have to use them more strategically and differently but it's almost it's 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 um, that takes quite a bit big change of mindset doesn't it and strategic and time of course yes and by the way, very important to say that all these views are my views and the way I see it. This is not USW views or university's strategy in any sense, although blended learning is part of the strategy. This is more, let's say, extreme, like pushing harder. It's my view, it's the, what I want, where I want to get and what where we are working at. Okay. But yes, it's about reusing those spaces uh, in a, for better. Uh, yeah. So the spaces so students can go in and do things. Again, if you have two audio recording studios, can we have five audio recording studios? Music recording, you know, because we probably at the moment we might not have the space because we've got probably in the same building twenty classrooms. Yeah. Can we have two classrooms and then have ten yeah. studios? I mean that's a really interesting point because um, you know because at the at the atrium uh, in Cardiff there's never enough space for students, right? And, you know, there's never enough teaching rooms or general purpose teaching rooms. But your argument in a nutshell is less teaching rooms, more creative space. Uh, yeah, 100% for me. And again, I love learning. I, I like doing things and I've got different things that I like to do from music production, playing instruments, yeah. photography, loads of And the way I learn all these skills is watching videos. It was in my degree, of course, all of not yeah. from the past. But more than anything is, you can't learn guitar without actually picking up a guitar. You need to right. pick up a guitar and, and practice. So yeah. just having somebody teaching you every day is, is not enough. And it's not what the university, I'm not saying that's what we are doing, but we need more time of the guitar in hand and less time of somebody telling us things. Or again, we will need the same time of somebody telling us those things because they are very important. It's just give me a video. Let me watch those videos at my own time when I'm sitting in my house. Don't make me go get a train to go from Cardiff to Three Forest, Three Forest to Cardiff, to go and sit there and listen to somebody when you could just record that video. I can, could watch it in yeah. my I home. mean, 
the, the, the ultimate extension of that might be, it reminds me a little bit, we talked about football a little bit earlier, it reminds me a little bit about football. I mean, the, the future of football could be, you know, almost like a virtual a virtual kind of crowd, you know. It could, it, it could, it could be shaping up that way, particularly with the price of tickets and the premiership, etc. Right. It could almost be a virtual kind of corporate experience. And in the university's point of view, you know, they need bums on seats, you know. They need yeah, of course. Uh, but when you talk about football or a show, we're talking about an experience you go there because you want that experience that that it's, it's an amazing feeling when you are there and university can be that as well students love going into simulation they go into into a studio they go, love doing that do students love, love sitting in the classroom for an hour i'm not sure about that you know well I, i've not been a student recently but but when i was a student i remember seeing people sleeping in the classroom you know and again not every lecture is the same and for a lecture not to notice that the student is sleeping it's a debate, you know, you should notice those things, but, but this happens, I've seen it. Yeah. So you don't see a student falling asleep in a practical session. No, you can't see them. You can see them. And, and, and then even with practical stuff, and going back to the videos and what, what, uh, what we do as well, because we, pr- we produce a lot of practical videos as well. So um, sometimes uh, you think, uh, think of when you are showing something, on, even in a studio, let's talk about the music production studio, you've got your mixer in there, and you might have 10 or 20 students behind you that you are trying to show the, the, the desk, or you have to show that 10 times per day, so you go five at a time. So imagine if you record a video of showing actually what to do, you know, then you are there available to help them to answer questions. You, so the time that you were spending 10 times saying the same thing, you are there for them to ask you questions if needed. Or, or when they actually try it, you should be available on Teams, for example, so they can call you and say, well, actually, I'm trying that I watch on the video. Can you just say, should I do it this way or that way? So, is, again, in no way um, you can think that we don't need the lectures. Of course, we need the lectures. And, and I can give you an example in our case. Um, we, in football coaching, for example, um, that we started six years ago or something, that a program where it's a blended learning program where students are actually studying in football clubs. So we, uh, students started with, when we started, it was like 30 students around the country. They Every day they go into a football club and then they watch the videos we produce to learn the theory. And then they might do that in the morning, in the afternoon, they might be coaching, coaching kids, they are doing something in the club. Um, so those students do come on campus a couple of times a year. They come at the beginning of September where they have a residential, where they see the facilities, they meet the lecturers, uh, they they learn how to use our systems. Um, they have some lectures as well. And then they come again uh, after in second second term to practical sessions where they come and they coach in front of our lecturers to, uh, to be mentored. And then next day to actually to be marked on it. How do they coach? Um, so... Again, we are, these are still university students. Uh, we are doing that, and they are all around the country, uh, and they got a great experience. This started six years ago, and I can tell you that our numbers have been growing, 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 growing. Right. So okay. and I can tell you as well, the number of staff in football, when we started that program, we had probably one, two members of staff for the on-campus football program, and that was growing, growing, growing as well. So we have more staff now. Okay. than we had uh, when we started with the blended learning programs. So it might, might be a bit scary for some lecturers thinking, oh, if I record the videos, I'm not needed anymore. Well, that's not what we are seeing in practice because all those students that we have around the country, and these hundreds of them, I can tell you, 
They need support. They need the lectures to be there. So if the lecturers sit in the classroom all day just teaching, how can those students have the support because the lecture is not available to them? So this works because the lectures are available to them because they are not standing in the classroom all day. Yeah, this makes okay. sense. Okay, I get that. So blended learning or some some version of blended learning, essentially, it does seem to be the way forward, doesn't it? Well, again, my view is not is my view, my personal view. Yes, I think it is the way forward. Is is making what, what you're saying about the stadiums is creating that experience. Is is coming to universities not just to get a degree. You actually enjoy learning. You actually have fun learning, and and that happens already with a lot of courses, with a lot of lectures. But it's trying to create that all across the range, a modern degree. So it's uh, everything changed. The world changed with the internet. Did education change that much? Is a good question to think about. So the, the, the universities changed that much in the last 30 years, the same way as the everything else in the world changed, you know. So the, the way we teach, again, if you go into the classroom and you just stand in there and, and talk and deliver lectures, again, you are, you, we are using more PowerPoints and things like that, and people try to use other platforms that might make it more interactive. It's still a person in there delivering a session. It doesn't mean they have more contact with the practical world. So those football coaching students, they do spend a lot of time coaching. They do. And that's okay. so important. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I really get that. I really like your enthusiasm as well for it, your passion for what you do. Um, let me just take you back to, to – I want to – don't want to keep you too long because I want I want I don't want the interview to be too long. So I want people to be able to buy into the whole kind of thing. Tell us about you know uh, where do you come from in Portugal and tell us about the course that brought you to to South Wales and how you ended up becoming you know part of the teaching team sort of thing. Okay, that's that's quite interesting because um, as I said before, well I'm, I'm from the north of Portugal, a small city, Viana do Castelo, a small city in, in the north of Portugal, but and I wasn't, because again, I'm not a person that likes to read a lot and I was never considered a very intelligent person because I, was, I wasn't doing very well in school. Uh, and the reason is because I don't read a lot. So, and again, the system is done for to read, you memorize what's in the book, you do a test and you pass or you fail. That's the system. And again, we can debate this all day. For me, that's what, the, in general, is, is it getting better? Yes, system in Portugal, it is getting better as well. But that's what, what it was. And then if you are in a country that has less uh, financial capacity, for example, you won't have those practical uh, lectures as much as in, in richer countries. So um, I remember when I came to UK to stay, so I came to do my degree in here, um, and um I was amazed at the time that I had a lecturer. It was it was a multimedia studies degree, so to learn okay. about building websites and video and all, all this all the media. Um, and um, and one module, a lecturer came in and started talking about at the time was Flash Five or something like that. It was a software that just came out. I wasn't used to that because I would be in Portugal. I'll probably be learning Flash One because again, the schools wouldn't buy the latest Flash and start teaching that software. So uh, we would be using learning stuff that was from the past. So great for history, not great for modern thing and technology. Although again, it changed and there's a few fantastic universities in Portugal, like uh, a very university in Porto. They they do fantastic work. But if you go back to high school. 
the resources are not there. They are public funded schools, but the resources are not there. So again, if you are not great memorizing, you are not great just reading and getting that information almost without asking questions, you are not a great student. When I came to UK, things changed because it was all about me thinking for myself as well. As well. It was the, the course was about giving me the tools to go and research and find answers and, and see what different people say. It's not about a lecture saying, this is how it is, and then you have to memorize and, and write in the test. It's about, what do you think about this? Uh, I believe in this way, but there's another lecture that believes in a different thing. So that changed my mind, and I became uh, uh, passionate about learning, and, and that, that changed my life completely because I really like learning now. That's one of the things I like to do the most. It's learning anything, even if it's, I want to do the Rubik's Cube. You know, I'll spend weeks and weeks just learning the algorithms and, and do it. It's about learning. I love it. Okay. So it's, for me, it's to do with the system. It's what's behind the, It's making learning a passion and not something that's compulsory, if that makes sense. How did you make the transition from student to staff member? Well, I actually start with, as, as I was a student, uh, I start working as a cleaner, for example, about five in the morning and then going home, showering, change and go, go, go to classroom. So I know what I was saying about going to class at nine o'clock in the morning and sitting there. And I remember working at half five in the morning, so not because I went to the disco that night before, so, but waking up at five o'clock in the morning to, to work. And yeah. then three o'clock, in the, three o'clock in the afternoon, I, I couldn't stand the classes anymore. I, I was just feeling asleep all the time because it was a long day and just sitting and listening to somebody talk was not a great experience, you know. And again, it varies from lecture to lecture, of course. Um, some, some lecture, and you see how I talk, and this might be annoying for some people. I'm quite quick and energetic, but but the reality is, I prefer when I see a lecture that's very energetic and is passionate about what they say, um, than somebody that talks a lot quieter. But it's me, so we might have to. With videos, you've got the advantage. You can actually speed them up. You can slow them down. You cannot do that sitting in the classroom. So I couldn't tell a lecture. Can you go a bit faster because this is too slow for me? <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay, but then when you when you completed your degree, right? Um, you 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 formed a relationship, I guess, with 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 lecturers by then, or you you know the lecturers you preferred. And how 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 did how did you end up work working here? You know, uh, and, and and that's fantastic actually, because when I came here and I was talking about me being fascinated that I was learning modern things, things that were top of the range at the time and I think this still happens so the university and I'm it's very practical university when I'm saying this I'm not talking about this university specific I'm talking about the education system that needs to be more practical USW is a great example of very practical you are in a university that has airplanes on campus you know as music studios video studios so seeing these and coming from a place that you didn't see those things make me think actually this works can we even go further? We need more of this. So, uh, so this is not complaining what, what we have. It's about saying, this is actually, I loved it. It changed my life. It changed the way I learn. So mm. can we do more of that? Can we make that the standard across? So yes, I have amazing lectures. Um, and, 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 and they made me, um, passionate about multimedia, about those things. And again, I would sit a lot of time, a lot of hours in front of the computer. We had labs. Uh, and probably in Portugal, it wasn't that experience of actually sitting. I, I, I remember in programming, in first year I had programming, first class was me sitting in front of the computer and recreate a small program, very easy thing, where it just appears saying, hello world. Small programming, first lecture. I, I, at the time in my mind, I would have to spend two years before I sat in front of a computer. So I would have to spend two years learning before. 
so that changed my mind. Actually, I need, I can learn as I do it, not just sitting for a year listening to somebody and then going to practice. So, yeah. and, and then the, the course itself doesn't, wasn't connected with my work with university. So I started working as a cleaner. Uh, then I, I got a job shelving books, but that was just for money. So in the library, so I was just putting books back in the shelf. And then even inside the library, I started getting other jobs. Um, and by my third year, my, my final year of study, I was actually a full-time member of staff in the library, working shifts. Yeah, so I we, was we knew each other time a bit then, working we? full-time. Yeah. So, I, think, I, I think we knew each other a little bit then, didn't we? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, because I was actually cleaning the, uh, the, the, the studios and all those things. But then I became um, an attendant, so I was actually um, responsible for... Um, well, taking books between campus, uh, taking mail to staff and things like that. Um, so I was doing that in shifts. So I even had to miss classes in the morning because I was working in the morning, go to the afternoon classes. Next week, I would miss the afternoon classes and go to the morning class. So again, can you imagine that situation if I could have all the lectures and videos? How easier it would be for me? It, it would be fantastic, you know. Uh, yeah. And we think about students that want to come and study here and have the experience. But what about the people that are, got their life changed and they have a kid very early and they can't live their life somewhere to come to university and study because they have a wife, they have a kids, they have a family. There's loads of people that want to do a degree, but they just can't move and have a university life of an 18-year-old. So, um, yeah. so that's and, and that, but that, that that mix. Can you do a degree where you come spend two weeks here on campus and then spend another month at home doing the theory and then you come again to do practice for another two weeks? So it's a lot easier for people to come for two weeks than, okay. than coming for. And again, would this work for every course? Probably not. But but that could solve a lot of problems, including space, room, classrooms, and yeah. things. So so just to say a couple of things. Firstly, to say I think the University of South Wales is a little different to some universities because I've been working there nearly 20 years. I mean, if you compare it to the Cardiff University, Cardiff University is a a wrestle group, full on academic, very literate kind of university, but uh, the University of South Wales is different to that, um, it, but in a healthy way, in that it's more, it's more practical and it's more skill-based, and what you're saying, in fact, I think you should give a presentation to the whole university about what you're saying, Thank I, you. think, I think to, to, to suggest a pretty well a seismic handbrake turn in, how, in, 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 the way, in the way forward. So, yeah, I congratulate you for that. I want to ask you a couple of things, um, uh, Miguel. Firstly, just a couple of things to, to close off, one, one of which is I would love you to be involved. I know you're involved in the community of sim simulation and the communities of expertise, which is another thing which is coming through at the university because we're moving towards more of a kind of civic mission, outward facing, industry engaged future, not just at university, but also in schools. The whole thing, which I, th which I totally support and think is absolutely agree with you is, is, is the way forward. But I don't think at the moment you're currently a member of my community of expertise, which is a community of engagement. And I, I'd love you to be more involved with that because uh, your practical skills and your knowledge of different systems and ways of doing things are really useful for the community orientated, non-profit making, charitable institutions that I largely work with. So uh, I, I'm just cheekily saying to you, I'd love you to be part of that if you have so, time. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you see, I'm quite passionate about these things. And as you said, yes. with the university. The fact that I saw in this university a different system than what I was used, what education was, 
it made me believe that I was actually right. Maybe I wasn't that ignorant before. I just wasn't passionate about learning. Um, so probably there's a lot more people like me out, out there that they are being penalized because they are not great readers. And again, I can I can read. It's not about the readings. I don't feel if I'm reading a book, I just I get distracted very easily while, while I'm reading. So I start thinking about other things. It's the yeah. way I am. I can't control that. Well, so, at least you recognize that. You know, that's, that's that's half the battle. How do we learn? What's our learning strategy? You know? That's it. But if you ask, but nowadays I love reading magazines, it's more articles, technical stuff. So I learn. I like reading for learning. Um, small things, but not full books and things like that. But anyway, so yeah, if this kind of person can help, you know, the, the person I am with his excitement and um, yeah, I'm, 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 it will be a pleasure to help. That would be fantastic. I mean, I genuinely would love you to be involved because I, I, for many of the reasons that you just mentioned, actually, just, just, just to thank you for that. Just to, just to close off the interview, I want to talk to you about something else which I know is close to your heart and close to mine. And that is that is the world of music. So um, I believe you, you play several types of instrument and different kinds of guitars, and the, your Portuguese kind of your Portuguese ness, if you like, runs through you in some of the music that you play and the instrument that you play. Yes, I, I listen to a great variety of music. I'm not a one style kind of person. So, um, uh, but yeah, Portuguese music, the fado, the traditional Portuguese music, is something that's very close to my heart, and yes. uh, I do try to play Portuguese guitar. Um, I've got one at home and I do try to learn, but as they say, it's only difficult the first 30 years and then it starts becoming <laughs> easy. Um, so I'm still not great with it. Um, although I did play it professional in Portugal for some time, but... Did you? Uh, wow. Yeah, the fact that they pay you doesn't mean you are good, okay? So... <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did manage to, 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 to do it professional. But yeah, I do play electric, mainly guitar and bass. Um, and I've been learning, actually, I've been using COVID-19 time and staying in lockdown to learn piano. So uh, last March or January uh, last year, uh, I bought a digital piano and I've been loving to play. I'm having great fun. And again, <laughs> the, way the, the kind of person I am is I probably get fed up with something very quickly. So I've not been playing much guitar because I start getting excited about piano. And until I get to a certain level with that, I'll spend time at piano. But now I'm coming back to the guitars as well. So I do love Different kind of. so, so, so when I was a kid, um, I, I started off playing guitar. I started playing guitar when I was probably about 16, 17. So I was 16, 17 at the time of punk, right? So punk music was coming through. So I loved all that, learn three chords and form a band stuff. So I, I had a really terrible guitar, actually. But I, 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 I loved playing. And then when my parents were in work, my neighbours didn't enjoy this very much. When my neighbours were in work, sometimes we had a record player. So I'd play records kind of full blast. And, and we had we had a stand up piano because my mum was a, was a pianist, so I, I worked out the kind of the triads, if you like, uh, of of the chords. And so I was playing. I learned to play rudimentary piano chords based on working. Oh, that's the root notes of the guitar chord. That must be the piano chord. I'm no I'm no piano player even now, but you know I I love the idea of picking up in ideas from instruments and trying. You learn so much. Yeah, I love what. Yeah. what as I'm studying piano, I'm improving my guitar skills because my music skills, my knowledge of music is growing a lot. And if you give me, I know that time is short and I talk a lot, but uh, really quickly, <laughs> I was going to say that music was one of the things that made me start thinking this way in terms of education. Um, as I was growing up, um, the idea for me of learning music and the schools around me in my town 
was about you have to spend one year learning the theory, the music and notes and doing all those do, re, mi, fa, sol and just see their singing and all that stuff. And then after one year or two years, you might start getting into an instrument. So that was enough for me not to get into music at all and I almost hate it. The, yep. And somebody came to me one day and said, oh, I'm, I'm learning guitar. I said, oh, I'd love to learn guitar, but I'm not going through a year of that theory stuff. And I don't want about theory. I just want to play some chords, go camping and play some. And I said, no, no, this this this, this uh, guitar teacher, you just go on guitar. First day you have to bring your guitar and start teaching guitar. No theory at all. Like, oh, I don't believe that. So I went there and he's one of my best friends even today. And this person changed my life as well because... Um, I became a professional musician because of that. Did I learn a theory? Of course I did learn theory. He teach me some theory as I was, he was showing me where to put my fingers. And then with that passion within me, I went and actually went to a proper bigger school where I, you have to all those modules with the conservatory where I learned a lot and studied for five years. So um, that passion is learning shouldn't be something that's scary. Uh, should be something that is uh, nurtured and uh, should be people should enjoy going to to learn being university being learning an instrument you know just should be a pleasure well i can't i can't add to that so i'm gonna i'm gonna close it off there because I, I love i love what you just said and it's been a real pleasure uh chatting with you miguel thank you very much i'm sure we'll we'll be in touch for other stuff but uh thanks for chatting to me today thank you for the invite